Laker fam, could this team look very different next season? I know we weren't really expecting it, but it is definitely looking like some players may be leaving and we may be seeing some new faces on the purple and gold. So we're going to talk all things free agency today. Talk about which players are going to most likely not be on the team next season, which players are probably going to resign. And then, of course, talk about some free agents who may potentially fill those spots. So let's bring in my co-host. I love him because he's my dad. You guys love him because he's a great Laker analyst. We have the one and only Laker dad. Hi, Hannah. Always thrilled to be here with you. So the big story today was Danny Green went on and did his podcast where he talked a little bit about the Laker free agents. And he said, listen, you know, all of the players on this team, we all want to be here next season. But you have to understand that this is a business for us. And, you know, when you look at this roster right now, we only have six guys who are guaranteed next season. We have LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso. And, you know, we've got only six guys. So technically, that's nine other players on our team who are going to be potentially not on the team next year. And he said, well, he's talked to them. Obviously, they would like to return they have to do what's best for them and for their families, which may mean moving on and going to another team that offers them some more money, especially when you're looking at guys like Rajon Rondo, who's only making the veterans minimum this season, which is, you know, a first for him. KCP took a big pay cut this season. You know, Dwight Howard really rejuvenated his career. He's going to be looking to make some more money. So this team may look very different. And dad, what do you think about that? I think a lot of Laker fans just assumed, you know, we just won the NBA championship we're probably going to have the same team next year. But the more you think about it, the less likely that's really looking. No, Hannah, I always thought that the team was going to look a little bit different next year. It's hard to tell right now how different, but there's definitely going to be some new faces on the team. And frankly, I think that's a good idea. I mean, I'm I'm thrilled the Lakers won the championship, but if we're all being objective about it, you know, they need some some improvement in certain areas, and uh, they're going to try to do it this summer. Now... Which players do you think are the least likely to resign? Now, after listening to Danny Green's podcast, it kind of, you know, just kind of using my brain, kind of putting two and two together, it kind of seemed like KCP and Rondo were guys that are probably not going to be back on the team next season. Of course, this doesn't mean that they don't want to be. They do want to be. Just at the end of the day, they're going to be wanting a little bit more money because they were making not that much this season and the Lakers aren't going to have enough money to give to them. So I think guys like KCP, Rajon Rondo, maybe Dwight Howard, I don't know necessarily if they're going to be back in the purple and gold next season. You know, to some extent, it depends on the market in the NBA. The NBA, because of the COVID shutdown and everything, they're not flush with cash right now. And nobody quite knows what next year is going to bring. Are there going to be fans in the stands? I remember seeing a statistic that the NBA makes 48% of their revenue from ticket sales, going to the games, concessions, and things like that. So when you wipe out fans, that's a huge, huge financial blow to the NBA. And so the uh, the salary cap is not going to be increased this year. Money's going to be a little tight, most people think. But that said, the Lakers are coming off a championship. And when that happens, the players whose you know contracts are up, they like to take advantage of the situation. They played well. And in this case, they're going to want to at least try to get multi-year deals and or more money. And uh, I don't know that the Lakers are are looking uh, to do something like that. I think they want to keep some cap flexibility. I think they want to they want to get another star, whether it's this summer or next summer, and they got to have a little bit of flexibility in order to come up with some big bucks. So you know, with guys like Howard and Rondo and KCP. 
you know, if somebody comes along and offers them a, a two-year deal as opposed to a one-year deal and, and a pay increase, you know, they just may have to do what's best for them in the long run, even though, again, they might want to stay with the Lakers, but money usually is the determining factor. Exactly, especially because those guys want to rank, so now maybe there is a little bit less pressure. Of course, I'm sure they'd like to continue to win, but I think there's a big you know, stigma when you're coming towards the, the end of your career and you haven't yet won a ring where you're more likely to take that veteran's minimum or take a little bit of a pay cut to do so. But now that they did so, especially a guy like KCP and Rondo and even you know, even Dwight Howard, of course, but you know, those guys really played extremely well for us in the playoffs. So there are going to be teams that are going to offer them some more money than I think the Lakers are going to be able to afford. That's why it's really so crucial that the Lakers are able to get this Luol Deng $5 million off their cap space right now because $5 million is a lot of money that can go towards signing one of those players. So we're going to have to wait and see how that all plays out. Of course, we're, we are just on a week two of the offseason, so a lot's going to still happen. But at the end of the day, I think there are going to be some new faces. So kind of looking now at some of the potential free agents, obviously when you're looking at this Lakers team, the biggest thing that they need, in my opinion, are shooters, scorers, guys who can, you know, be point guards coming off the bench, really distributing the ball, but also shooting the three-point shot, just being more aggressive offensively, a more consistent offensive player. So who do you think? I know we have, a, you know, some multiple guys that we can kind of both agree on, but one guy that kind of stands out to me a little bit is Jordan Clarkson. You guys all know, Laker fam knows, I was a big Jordan Clarkson fan when the Lakers were able to draft him, you know, many years ago, even though it seems like just yesterday. And, you know, obviously he kind of struggled a little bit, bounced around from a couple of teams, but he really played extremely well this past season. And he's the kind of guy who the Lakers could really use. He's a guy who can be a real big offensive threat when he's hot. He's hot. He's a good three-point shooter, a good shooter overall. He's young, so I like that. I mean, Dad, what do you think of Jordan Clarkson? You know, Hannah, I've been thinking about Jordan Clarkson. I was a fan of Jordan Clarkson back in the day, as you remember, as you were. You know, he uh, had a spectacular rookie season. Uh, he was then a starter for a year or two on the Lakers after that. Luke Walton came in and decided, no, I think this guy comes off the bench. And, uh, you know, that sort of relegated Jordan Clarkson to become a role player. But, you know, he's a solid scorer, Hannah. I don't know still if he can play a lick of defense. I, I really I don't know. That was one of his Achilles heels back in the day. But he's become a very reliable scorer. You know, we, we talk about guys who can come off the bench and get, you know, 15, 20 points. That's him. He can do it. You know, a little streaky, but but really, he's been pretty consistent. And he, he had good numbers this last year, his three-point shooting, which was always, you know, not very good. He, it's getting better. He had a much better three-point shooting season. He played well for Utah. You know, when he got to Utah, he had some big games this last season. And uh, I don't know, you know, uh, he's, he's an instant offense off the bench. I can tell you, we don't really have anybody like him coming off the bench right now. So I, I think about it. I think about it as crazy as it may sound. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think the, def the Lakers should definitely give him a little bit of a look now. Are they going to be able to afford him? I'm not so sure, especially because he is coming off a really good season with the Utah Jazz. Now, another player, this guy, oh gosh, Laker fam, we know him from when the Lakers played Denver in the Western Conference Finals, but Jeremy Grant. Dad, there were times when you and I looked at each other during that series and we just said, are you kidding me? I mean, he is a good player. He had a great series for most of the series against the Lakers, Hannah. There was a point... 
you know, midway through that series, and I turned to you as we were watching, and I said, you know, this guy's really good. He's he's really keeping them in the game at times when, you know, their two big stars were struggling a little bit. Jeremy Grant was was great. He was knocking down those outside shots. You know, he was, you know, pretty good on defense. Boy, I thought he was a great player, and I didn't know at the time that he was going to be a free agent. But, man, pretty good. Now, again, I don't think the position he plays, I assume he's kind of a small forward. I, I don't necessarily know that that's the Lakers' biggest need. But, you know, you can never have too many good wing defenders, and, and he may be that guy. There are also another couple guys that we should mention here that I think could be a good fit. But at the end of the day, I don't really know if the Lakers are, A, going to have the money to sign them, or B, if they're going to you know, just end up re-signing with their team or whatever. But Goran Dragic, I mean, we have Aaron Baines, Joe Harris. Those are all guys also that the Lakers are going to have to give a good look at as well. I mean, I know also people, we talked a lot about this in the previous podcast, so I don't want to talk too much about him, but DeMar DeRozan is another player a lot of Laker fans really would like the Lakers to go out and get. Fred Van Fleet is also going to be a free agent this summer. So there are a lot of options. Just at the end of the day, I don't necessarily know if the Lakers are going to be able to afford them, especially because, like you said, the Lakers want to sign another superstar. I don't think they're going to be looking to do it this summer. I think they want to wait until 2021. Their overall plan is to hopefully sign Giannis. Not sure if that's going to happen, but I know that they kind of want to keep that cap space open for the summer or the off season, I should say, of 2021. You know, Hannah, we really haven't spoken in our podcast much about Fred Van Fleet. You know, here's a guy who was undrafted, who really, really worked hard, continued to improve every year, and he's 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 pretty much a star in this league right now. He's a tough two-way player. It would be a devastating loss for Toronto to lose him. I mean, I got to assume they're going to do whatever they can to try to hold on to him. But and I, I you know, I don't think he's going to come cheap. But man, he's a you know, he's a guy the Lakers could absolutely use uh, in the backcourt on their team. Yeah, but I mean, do you think the Lakers can afford to sign him? Especially when we're looking at, can we even afford to bring back Rondo and KCP and Dwight Howard? Well, it's not that they can't afford to bring those guys back. The question is, is that where they want to commit their money to? They, they, they're going to want to, you know, they're going to want in the next, either this summer or next summer, they want to sign another superstar. You know, they know that, it, that LeBron James is going to be 36 years old this next season. AD is still 27. They're, they're going to want to get another guy who complements AD who can take the Lakers into the future and, and pair those two guys. And, uh, you know, is Fred Van Fleet that guy? The answer is maybe. I'm not certain about it, but maybe. He's a really good player. Personally, for me, I mean, obviously, I think Van Fleet is a really good player. But when I'm looking for the future and more of a long-term guy, I'm looking more for, like, a Bradley Beal, um, maybe – even like a DeMar DeRozan. But again, I don't know if I would want to sign DeMar DeRozan for more than a one, maybe two-year max deal. I, I'm looking more at a guy like Bradley Beal. I would love to be able to get him. Again, that would have to come through a trade. So, I mean, I guess, and I know you agree with me. I know you really like Beal a lot as well. So do you think the Lakers are going to be looking to potentially do a big trade to maybe get that superstar? You know, Hannah, I, I wouldn't put it past the Lakers. I think they're always on the hunt. They're always on the prowl for something like that. Whether they could pull it off is, is unlikely. I just don't think they have the assets to pull off a big trade like that. You know, and that's why next, next year, you know, everybody's always been talking about the summer of 2021. There's a lot of big-time free agents. There really aren't a lot of big-time free agents this, this summer. A lot of good players, but not a, not a lot of superstars you know, as free agents. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Bradley Beal is obviously 30-point-per-game scorer, you know, he, 
he, he would be the ideal. I mean, he's the quintessential person to team with AD, but it's pretty much a long shot that we could ever make that work. That's what I typically think too. And the reason that I ask you that is just because I get asked that so much by, you know, people on my Instagram, on my Twitter, just in person, people want to know, you know, can we trade for Bradley Beal? He really seems to be the guy that everyone wants. And I agree he would be an excellent fit, you know, with AD. But at the end of the day, I don't think the Lakers have the trade assets to get him. I think it would have to require a trade similar to kind of like how we did with Anthony Davis, where we traded, you know, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball. We really gave them a good package to get AD. And we don't really have that right now. We don't have anything that I think Washington would really, really want. You could argue Kyle Kuzma, but again, Kyle Kuzma isn't the same as Anthony as um, you know, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Josh Hart is. He's just one good player that would have to be much more than that and in terms of we have more than that in terms of trade value I just don't see the Lakers having it right now no you know if if you're Washington and if you're even entertaining the possibility of trading your best player in Bradley Beal you're gonna want like the Pelicans got from the Lakers or uh, Oklahoma City got from the Clippers they're gonna want a bunch of first round draft picks and a couple of young potential players as well we we just we don't have any of those assets left. We spent them on Anthony Davis, which, of course, was well spent. But I, I think we're going to have to do this in free agency if we're going to sign another really, really big-time player. Well, speaking of Anthony Davis, um, the latest stories and what has been told and reported is that he actually opted out of his contract, but he is going to be re-signing with the Lakers. He's going to be signing a two-year deal, really actually more of like a one-year deal because that second year is going to be a player option. Dad, we were kind of talking a lot about this and saying that we thought this was the road that AD was going to go on. We're seeing more players kind of do these two-year deals, these shorter-term deals instead of these, you know, big max six-year contracts. So nothing too surprising there. Yeah, it it does seem to be the trend. I mean, both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George did that last year. They signed these two-year deals. And uh, I I think there's reasons for it. I mean, partly because, you know, again, as a superstar, you want to keep your options open. But part of it is I think, you know, the money is kind of tight right now to sign a long-term deal. And I think maybe in a couple of years, it doesn't necessarily mean they want to leave in a couple of years, but a couple of years, the available money might be much bigger for them to sign a much bigger contract. So... I'm not too worried about it. Would I love to, you know, to to sew uh, Anthony Davis up for for five years? Yeah, but it doesn't seem that that's the way it's going for most of these big time players today. Yeah, and especially like you mentioned in in these circum time in these certain times with you know the whole COVID thing this season. Teams in the NBA are just not really, they're a little shorter on cash than, than normal. So obviously not too surprised there. Was not concerned about AD leaving us in free agency at all. Never even really considered him a free agent to begin with. I'm not too concerned with Anthony Davis leaving us. I think he's wanted to be a Laker his entire career. He's here. His first year he won a championship. I feel like AD is here for the long haul, so not too nervous about that at all. Now, before we end tonight, I mean, Dad, is there anything else that you kind of want to report on? I know there's always so many things going on, so many kind of rumors surrounding our Lakers, but I don't ever really want to get too into it unless it kind of has some sort of a truth to it, you know? Again, my biggest takeaway, Hannah, is I felt from the moment the season ended, everybody was saying, let's just bring back the same team, bring back the same team, and, you know, the chemistry was amazing, but in, in, in life, you have to go forward. You can't just sort of stay in place because if you're, if you're staying in place, there's a bunch of other teams that are getting better every year. So you got to keep growing and improving every year. I believe mo- you know, some of the Laker free agents are going to come back to the Lakers. I believe you know two or three of them are, are not. 
and uh, there's going to be some new faces, and hopefully we can upgrade the roster. We can get a shooter in there. We can get another point guard in there and, uh, you know, have an even better team next year. So, Laker fam, I want to ask you this question as I'm leaving. Who would you like the Lakers to sign this offseason in free agency? Who do you think will be the best fit for this team moving forward? Or do you think that the Lakers should just hold off or just kind of try to re-sign everyone and then try next offseason in 2021? Let me know what you think. Dad, I will give you credit because you did say right after they won the championship, you did look to me and say, you know, Hannah, I think this could be a very different team next season. And I didn't agree with you. I thought they would stay relatively the same. But as things are kind of starting to unfold here, I'm starting to agree with you a little bit more that I think that there may be some changes on this roster this next upcoming season. But I don't think it's going to be anything too, too dramatic. But I do think that there will be some switch up. So I'm very curious to see what ends up happening. Again, we are only on week two, but it seems like every second of every day, there are a million and one rumors. So that's going to be it for tonight's show. Thank you all so much for listening. So happy you are enjoying the podcast. You can always tweet me or message me on Instagram, anything that you would like me to cover. Maybe I will actually start doing some fan questions as well. So you can always ask me a question and maybe at the end of each episode, I will answer one from you guys. So thank you guys all so much for listening. And until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.